together and give God a praise, everybody. Let's praise him like he's worthy. Please stand with me and turn to the book of Luke, the 14th chapter. Luke, the 14th chapter. And verse 15. And when one of them that sat at meat with them heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Then said he unto them, A certain man made a great supper and bid many, and sent his servants at the supper time to say to them that were bidding, Come for all things are ready. And they all, with one consent, began to make excuses. The first said, The first said, uh, hallelujah, I cannot, I have brought a piece of ground and I must need go and see it. I pray they have me excused. And another said, I have brought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray they have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and showed his Lord his, these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, being angry, said to the servants, go out quickly in the streets, in the lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor, in the main, in the halt, in the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is Rome. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go into the hedges and the highways and compare them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of these men which were bidden should taste of my supper. And there went great multitudes with him, and he turned and said unto them, If any man come to me, hate not his father, his mother, his wife, his children, his brother, his sister, yea, in his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Whosoever doeth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciples. I want to go back to verse, hallelujah, number 21. And the servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city. Bring hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. You may be seated. I'm going to speak to you from this message. Your excuses are making me angry. Your excuses are making me angry. This is a very powerful scripture because it speaks of the Lord inviting people to come to a celebration, a feast, a dinner, a supper, 
and they have prearranged schedules. He hasn't told them ahead of time what's needed. He just pops up on them and said, I'm having a dinner and I want you there. And they wouldn't come. And the Lord became angry and his anger caused him to go and get somebody else to replace them. The punishment wasn't killing them. The punishment was not to them personally, but the punishment was replacing them with someone who would drop everything to be in the presence of God. God is really specific about being first. And when he calls you for something, even if you're preoccupied, whether it's relationship, whether it's business, whatever it is, when God calls you for a work or calls you for a ministry, he expects you, regardless of how dear it is to you, regardless of how precious it is to you, God wants you to drop it all. And many of us can't drop things for God. If it conflicts with what we want and with what we want to do, we just can't drop it. He's so strict about being first that in one passage of scripture, there's a man whose father has died. And the young man says to the Lord, I want to go to my father's funeral. And then after I come to my father's funeral, I'll come and be a part of the ministry. And the Lord looks at him and said, let the dead, bury the dead, get your stuff and follow me. Sometimes serving God, we want everything to be convenient. And people don't like to sacrifice things for God. You know, you got ministry, you got work, you got these things. I had one brother came to me, which I thought was so dear. And he said to me, he said, you know, my schedule, I'm going to change my schedule because uh, one of the deacons said, because I want to be more active in church. And so he asked me, he said, what do you think about if I change this? Because it would give me more time here in the ministry of God, in the work of God. Um, I think it's, it, it's commendable if we understand the responsibility that we have to God. And I hear so many people who say that they don't have time for this and don't have time for this. They don't have to pray. They don't have time. I think that's because we don't understand the purpose of mankind and our purpose for being here. And, and essentially, what everybody realizes, and I want you to realize, you were not created by God to work. You were not created by God just to have families and children and wives and husbands. These are gifts that God give you. But your ultimate purpose is for you to be a worshiper, a server, and a praiser to him. That is above everything. 
more than anything, that's what you should be doing. And anything else outside of that ought to be a secondary thing. But we like work, and we give God what's left after work. We like marriage, and we'll give God what have if I have time when me and my husband get through doing what we're doing, and me and my wife get, if I have time, then I'll give that to the Lord. And most of us, God is not first. And that becomes a problem because the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So your job, your money, your houses, your children, all of your possessions, they should be last. And if God wants me to do something and God tells me to do something, at any time, if I know it's God speaking to me, whether it causes me my job, whether it causes me some friends, whether it causes me some family, at any time God tells you to do something, you ought to be at any minute able to drop it. And these are the kind of people that God invests in. Let, let me give you, a, 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 I want you to go with me to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. And I think this is where we miss it, Colossians 1. For by him, in 16, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him. That's very powerful. All things were created by him, but it also says, and for him. Not only was all things created by God, but all things were created for God. That means you, yourself, were not created to do your own thing. He created you for him. He says, I want to make a world for me. I want to make a people for me. I want to make an earth for me. So everything in this world is his and it's for him. The birds, their singing is for him. Amen. All of the animals, all of the things that did, all these things are for God. It is it, it, they are to serve Him. Somebody say hallelujah. Can you put your hand together and give God a praise? That's why anytime somebody tell you to worship God or praise God, in fact, they shouldn't have to tell you to worship or praise God. Anytime you're in the presence of God, every time you think about God, you ought to think about God, it's for you. I, I don't live for myself. He didn't make me to enjoy myself. He made me to worship him, and if I worship him, he'll give me some things that I can enjoy. But my first priority is to God. Amen. Can anybody in here lift your hands up and say, thank you, Jesus. When we get off track, when we get off focus, when we start getting into our jobs, get into our houses and get into our possessions and getting into things that we possess, getting into our schedules, when our schedules are so busy that we have no time for God literally to pray, to read, or to study, the person that creates you gets nothing. Imagine baking a cake and you can't eat none of it. Imagine uh, creating a car and you can't drive it. Imagine building a house that you can't live in. Imagine God creating the people and God can't get anything out of them. I think if God created you, he ought to get the most out of your life. 
If God created you he, and, and he created you for him, God, I want to make sure that I'm monitoring, that I'm giving you more than I'm giving anybody else. I want to give you more than I give the job. I want to give you more than I give family. I want to give you more than I give people. And I want to give you the best. How many of you believe God deserved the best? How many of you believe God deserved the best? Can you believe that you have people who still struggle at giving God 10%? And he could have asked for all of it. You still people still have people who have a problem with coming and praying and fasting and giving God just a little bit of their time. God could have made you a robot. But he didn't want a robot. Because anytime you have to make somebody do something or you have to tell somebody to do something, it's really not that valuable. It loses value. Are y'all with me, saints? Imagine a wife who has to tell a wife, uh, 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 a wife who has to tell her husband to give her something. A husband who has to tell a wife to do something, and they have to keep telling them all the time. Imagine somebody that has to keep telling you to praise God and keep telling you to worship God and keep telling you to give to God. It it loses its value. So God could have made us all with a mindset and gave us all this thought pattern that we would do it without will. But God gave all of us a will. And inside of that will, he gives all of us intellect. He gives us intellect. He gives us a will. And the first thing he tells you in the book of Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning God created the heaven and earth. He gives us knowledge that everything around us is created by God. Everything that you do is created by God. Even the fact that, and listen tonight so that you can understand, every time you pick up something to eat, it's something that God created. Every time you put on your clothes, it's something that God created. There is nothing that you can do today or nothing that you have done today that has not included God. Even if you don't appreciate God, even if you're an atheist, amen, you, you, you still have God a part of your life. If you're breathing here today, you're breathing God's air. If you're eating here today, you're eating God's food. If you're sleeping today, you're sleeping in God's, on God's bed. Amen. If you enjoyed the sunshine today, you, you're getting that from God. And you mean to tell me God done gave you all of this and I can't give God something? And I'm not, again, I'm not just talking about shouting and dancing. I'm talking about I want to give you me. I want to give you all of me. I want to give you everything that I have. And I don't want to ever make you feel like that I'm complaining about what I do for you. There are a lot of people who are caught up on jobs. There are a lot of people who are caught up on jobs and they're caught up on money. They're caught up on all of these things of the world. But I need somebody tonight that's in this building that can thank God and know that you are who you are because of God. <laughs> lift your hands up and thank him. I, I'm who I am because of you. Somebody ought to lift your hands up and give God praises and say thank you Jesus. Everything I got is yours. There's nothing that I have that's too good for you. There's nothing that I have that I can't praise you with. Come on. Somebody say hallelujah. And, and what God wants to do is be able to ask somebody for something and they're saying I'm not too busy. I'm not too caught up in what you gave me. I'm not too caught up in what you gave me that I can't 
turning it loose for you. The, the, the parable is not that he don't want us to enjoy stuff, but if I give you something and call you away from that, immediately give me your attention. Because sometimes I just want to test where you are. So I'll give you a job, a good job, a good paying job, and you let it slow you up from church. I wanted to see where our relationship was. I'll give you a car, a very nice car. And when it gets dirty, you stay home and wash that car. Instead of coming to church. I gave you clothes and stuff. And, and, and you tell me I won't be to church tonight because I got to wash. God says fix your schedule. I won't be able to make it to church tonight because I got to clean my house. To somebody that doesn't mean much. But uh, he's a jealous God. And, uh, and imagine a husband who... Buys a, 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 a wife, a, 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 a Lexus, a, a Mercedes, and she spends all her time in the car and never come in the bedroom, never come in the kitchen. And every time he look out there, where you at, baby? I'll be there in a minute, just hold on. And she's over there. But somehow or another, something's going to have to happen because I, I want some food and you want some relationships. The car got to go. We're going to get rid of it because you're giving the car too much attention. And God said, when I call you for something and you're giving that thing too much attention, I'll take that away. I'll move that. Don't give your children more attention than God. Don't give your job more attention than God. Don't give your business more attention than God. I'll take it. I'll snatch it out of your hands. My God, somebody say Hallelujah. And every now and then, I'm going to put you on a test like I did Abraham. Abraham, I've given you a son, and Abraham is, is so proud of his son. He's, he's rubbing his son, he's, but the Lord said, all right. And he's got him caressing me, and the Lord said, listen, now take him and offer him to me. Because I want to see, would you make a choice over him over me? God calls you to ministry, but there's a job that say we're paying $25 an hour. But you got a responsibility and duty in the church that you know God has called you for and committed you for. Do you take that job or do you commit to that ministry that God has given you? There's a job that says I'm going to send you out of state to do a particular job and we're going to give you the house and do that but you're pastoring the church. Do I, do I take that opportunity out of state or do I do what the Lord wants me to do? Because God wants to see. So he puts us in the place of hard decisions. I said he puts us in the place of hard decisions. Like one man who made a vow to God. He said, Lord, if you would give me victory and give me some victory when I get home, the first person I see that greet me at the door, I'm going to kill him. And I'm going to offer him up to you. The first, whatever meets me at the door. Maybe he thought a lamb or something was going to meet him at the door. When he went to, to the door, and when his daughter opened the door, and when his daughter opened the door, he made a vow to God. He said, I got to get rid of her because I made that vow to God. Amen. When you make a vow to God and you make a promise to God and you tell God something, don't 
defer to pay it. You give God what belongs to God. Give God. Somebody say hallelujah. Can you say praise the Lord? Can you put your hand together and give God a praise and say hallelujah? Oh, can somebody give God a praise and say thank you? I have been put in some hard positions and some hard decisions and some of you all are in those places now. And what you want to do is go back and check within yourself and ask yourself, what is the will of God? Because sometimes the will of God puts us in uncomfortable positions. The will of God is not always, hallelujah, something that's comfortable. But you haven't come to the point until you realize that you are not your own. But you are brought with a price. When you got saved, you didn't just get saved, but you became the possession of God. And whatever you want me to do, God, I'll do it. Wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Whatever you and, and see, we live in a time today that people don't feel the mandate of God on their life or the command from God on their life. They feel comfortable going to church and going back home and going to church and going back home. But where are those that God has called in the ministry and it may cost you something? Those that God is calling in the ministry and God said you know right now I don't want you married I want you single because I want you to do the work of God you don't hear people talking about that amen that God said you know maybe your life is just going to be totally dedicated to me or maybe that person that God is saying I'm not calling you to college I'm calling you to the mission field there are people today, that years ago, that they felt the call of God and they got everything they went, went to Africa and foreign lands and went, and went over there for ministry. Didn't have the working, the natural job like everybody else. They just made a sacrifice to God to give something to God. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Look at somebody and tell them you were made for him. My God, can you give God a praise? Can you give God a praise? And with that being said, amen, God doesn't want any excuses from any of us because none of our excuses are valid when it comes to God. You know, if you're working and you're, 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 you're a supervisor or a boss or manager, you're working for somebody, you're not doing the will of yourself. I tell the saying sometime, amen, when I'm coming in and, and I'm, I'm, I'm working and they're here and I'm there and uh, somebody else may have called or somebody else on the line. If I come in and somebody else on the line because I'm your supervisor, if I come in on the line, if somebody on the phone and I come in, I say, I need to talk with you, you put them on hold because I'm over you. So I don't care who knocks on the door. You don't tell me, hold on, pastor, let me deal with them. You tell them, hold on, let me deal with pastor. If you are... Uh, 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 the, the, the man is the breadwinner in the house and doing everything and he comes in the house and he's ready to eat and you tell him hold on honey uh, uh, let me feed my first cup <laughs> wait a minute did your first cousin pay these bills <laughs> your first cousin took any light your first cousin took any and in fact uh, 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 the man ought to eat or get his food for the children Y'all ain't saying nothing now. Y'all done got quiet now. And don't give me no chicken back. Give me whatever piece of chicken I want. 
Amen. Give me, give me, y'all with give me the best. So give me whatever I want. Give me, I want the best. And the best of the plate, the best seat, the best everything, the best place in the house, the best seat I got. Listen, listen, sisters, listen, 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 listen. See, you got to know how to deny yourself when you're dealing with somebody that's over you. Amen. When you got somebody over you, you give up your will. You, you, you y'all ain't said nothing. Amen. And, and, and this is what God is saying. I'm over you. And when, when I, I want the best of you, don't give me, praise the Lord, no chicken feet. Hallelujah. Don't give me y'all with me, saints of God. I don't want no chicken feet. You're going to have to come better than that. You're going to have to give me a breast. You're going to have to give me a thigh. You're going to have to give me something because I've done too much for you to throw me some slopped up meal. I've done too much for you to give me a leftover praise and a leftover. I've done too much for you that you can't go on a Saturday and go knock on doors and preach and have a street meet and do something. But you can sit in that beauty parlor eight hours to get some Brazilian braids and I'm the one that gave you the nappy hair. You'll sit down there under a, 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 a dryer doing nothing but reading essence, picking out what you want your hair like, and I can't get you to praise me. I done bless you with the hair that the fake hair on. I will mess you up. I'll have that stuff so messed up in your head. I'll make it put all kind of bumps on you. Y'all ain't said, I'll, I'll cuss it. Don't you sit here and come before me like you can't praise God. And now you got some Brazilian braids and you come in like you can't shout and like you can't dance. The Lord said, no, sir, like you can't serve me. If you can spend eight hours on the dryer, you can spend an hour in prayer. And we brag about it. We brag about it. You spend eight hours, six or seven hundred dollars to get it braided. Brag about how much it costs. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all, y'all with me tonight? And come to church and sit down like you can't do nothing. Can't even wave your hand. Can't even give God glory. Can't even say thank you, Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. God will put you back in them brown bag rollers. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God will get you so broke. You'll have them brown bag. Don't you forget where you come from. You better give God the praise. Give him your time. He wants some of your time. I say God wants some of your time. Well, you, you complain about how much you work and how much you do. I work, I work. I can't do this. I work, I work. I've been on my feet all day. I work, I do this, I do that, I do that. And so I, I, I can't go to street meeting. I can't get involved in this. I can't come to this. I can't do this. I work, I work. But yet, praise the Lord, you will go around in a grocery store. You will go down to the outlet. Y'all ain't said nothing. Walk around all day with those same knees that you say bothering you. And that's why you can't join the usher board. I can't get on the usher board because I got a bad knee. Was it bad when you was walking with all them shopping bags on Black Friday? Was it bad? Y'all ain't said nothing. You mean your knee just got bad when you got to church? I, I would get on the usher board, but you know, this knee of mine, it swells up. 
Hallelujah. I guess the Millennium Mall got healing power. Amen. Y'all ain't said nothing. Y'all ain't said nothing. I guess you got healed on Black Friday. Somebody say hallelujah. I guess, I guess you got healed at the theme park. Y'all ain't said nothing. Praise the Lord. God is a jealous God. He will take it just like he gave it to you. God wants some of your time. And this year, God said, if you can give them some time, you can give me some time. Don't you sit here dragging in here like you can barely make it and you've been walking. I see your own Facebook. Don't y'all pray with me now. You got your Facebook page and you're doing all of that, sticking it out, poking it out, walking around and you come to church like you can't give God nothing. The devil is a liar. Everything that has breath ought to praise him and serve him and worship him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody he's worthy of my praises, of my time. Somebody say hallelujah. Some of you all come to church, can halfway step in church and watch a four-hour movie and can tell me the whole movie all the way straight through but can't tell what my message was. But you stayed up for the ball game. What about them cowboys? Uh-huh. Y'all ain't said nothing tonight, huh? Praise the Lord. I waited till the end of the revival to put on the boxing glove. Amen. But you can't give God your time and you will sit under there for hours and hours and hours and can't give God your time. Y'all with me, saints? Oh, somebody ought to say hallelujah. You can't support the church with a fish dinner, but you go everywhere else. Ching, ching. Amen. Y'all with me? Y'all ain't said nothing. Everybody got your money. Chinese men, taco men, Mexican, Chinese. Y'all ain't said nothing. Y'all ain't, y'all, y'all here tonight? Amen. You done with the hunger crab, thirsty crab. Amen. Crab don't know what he want or who he want. You just eating it up and eating it up and can't support your brothers and sisters on the way out from church. Amen. God looking at you. I want your time. You, I've entered into school again to get my uh, master's in criminology, and I'm heading forward, amen, to finish a law degree, and I'm working hard on it. But man, I have to make sure I balance. I have to make sure I balance. And I watch some of y'all who spend hours and hours. You got 10-page reports. This, this week, they want me to read 60-something pages in one chapter and about 70 in another chapter. And I mean, it's reading. Then I got to respond. I had to start off with a 500-word response and then 250-word response to everybody else. And I got to do this. I got to give it an APA 
format, seventh edition and all that, and I got all, all this stuff that they got, and this professor, he keep bringing it out and bringing it out and bringing it out and bringing it out. Now, every time he brings something, I got to up my Bible because I want God to bless me. Now, some of your grades are bad because you don't have God first. See, God will touch your mind. Some of y'all, you wonder why. You say, I ain't slow. I made good grades. No, you ain't slow, but you're so busy, God going to make you slow. See, there's an element of the Holy Ghost that deal with your memory. He will bring all things to your remembrance. See, there's an element that deal with your memory, and that's why you get the Holy Ghost, and it, it, it'll help you with your memory. Now, some of y'all saints need it so you know what saints you owe. <laughs> I just slipped in that parking lot. Let me back out. But it'll help you with your memory. So I've been in this revival. I've been reading. I've been doing this and that. So I, I looked up today and I got my grade. With all this business that I'm going. And I had about a 97. Amen. I said, Lord, I thank you. 21 nights of meeting and going to service. And still have a, a 97, having missed service and all that stuff. Some of y'all young people in your 20s making elves. Because you're busy doing everything else but God. God ain't going to pave the way for you to have no success and you do whatever you want. God said, you ain't going to do me like that. I'm not going to dress you up and bless you and then you walk out of my life. I'm smart enough that you ain't going to play me no more. You done played me before. I done blessed you. I done healed you. And I did it. And you went right back down there to the club. But this time, you're going to prove something to me. Yeah, man, you're going to make some Fs, some F pluses. Amen. Until you show me that you really sincere I'm going to let everything. I'm going to mess with your muffler. I'm going to mess with y'all ain't said nothing. I'm going to mess with everything because this time you're going to prove to me that you mean business. Amen. Somebody say hallelujah because I want to be first. You know how people can, they, you, you, they try to play God. Amen. Stuff start going real bad. They come in with a little teal and a handshake. Thank you Jesus. Get there about a week and stuff start going good. They're going back to that same pattern. I don't want y'all get, get, you get a, you get a, I want to worship you because you're getting a beating. God beating you up and everything going around and you that. And as soon as God gets you out of that chokehold, we don't see you at church no more. You know, come crying, God beating you down and everything happening, the body coming to you, coming down there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you. God let you up. You go right back the way. But God said, nah, this time, Amen. I'm going to put you in the headlock. And you ain't going to get out of here until you tell me that you're going to bless me until you tell me. Somebody say hallelujah. My God, can somebody give God a praise? Tell somebody no more excuses. Amen. Sometimes we make excuses because of our own personal defects and things that we feel like that we're not able to do. There are people who really want to do for God, but you don't feel like you're qualified. And sometimes you, 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 your lack of qualification make you feel like that you can't do what God wants you to do. 
Amen. Let me tell you something. And even sometimes you feel like, again, your past won't allow you to do what God wants you to do. If God called you to do something, God ain't slow. God ain't retarded. If God called you to do something, he know everything about you. He know what you can't do and can do. You ain't got to argue with God about you don't have this ability. If God called you to do something, if God called you to be a teacher and you can't read, he must got a plan to show you how to read. If God called you to be a driver and you don't know how to drive, he must have a plan for you to drive. If God tell you he wants you to run in the Olympics and you ain't got no legs, well you ought to praise God because he must be going to give you some legs. If God asks you to give something and you don't have enough money to give it, you say, well he must be going to bless me with it. So that's the time you praise God when God called you for something. There's nothing that God will call you to do that he won't give you the ability to do it. Jeremiah's argument with God. Jeremiah wants you to preach. But Jeremiah said, I'm a child. God said, I didn't tell you and ask you how old you were. I didn't ask you how old you are. I just told you to do what I want you to do. And God said, don't let it come out of your mouth again what you're not. And God is telling some of you now that God has called you for something. And you say, oh, if I could do this, I would. If I could do that, I would. If I, and God said, I don't want to hear you say what you can't do anymore. I've called you to do it. And what you do, you start trying to do what I called you to do. Because sometimes the blessings of God don't come until you start doing what God told you to do. Some blessings don't come until you walk in obedience. And when you walk in obedience, God will do the rest. God told Abraham to offer up his son and as Abraham was going to offer up his son he found out there was a ram in the bush there's some things you say pastor I don't have the money to start the business God say start it anyway I don't have the money to get the house God say do it anyway and by the time you get to the place where you need it it will be there can somebody give God a praise and say hallelujah somebody say hallelujah Grab somebody by the hand and say no more excuses. Tell them God is not looking at your qualifications because he will qualify you. God is not looking at how much of money you got because he will give you the money. He told Noah to build an ark. He didn't tell Noah you got to go to the bank and finance it. He didn't tell Noah where the wood was going to come from. He just said start doing it. And there's some of you, you are letting your lack of resources stop you from doing what you're doing. But God said you do what you're going to do and I'll do what I'm going to do. Just obey me and walk in obedience and I'll bless you. My God, can somebody say hallelujah? Can somebody say hallelujah? Grab somebody by the hand and look them in the eye and say no more excuses. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil tell you that you're not qualified because God will qualify you. Don't let the devil tell you what you don't have. God just wants somebody who will stand to the Lord and say, Lord, here am I. Whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to go, however you want me to do it, I'm willing to do it. Can I get somebody to give God a praise and say hallelujah? Let me tell you some children of God. If you do what God wants you to do, he will give you the tools to get it done. God came to Moses and said, Moses, I want you to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And Moses says to God, I can't speak. I can't talk. I don't have the qualifications to talk. And God said, boy, don't you know, I know you was a tight tongue and a stutterer when I met you. 
I hear you praying, boy. You can't have talk when you pray. But I called you to do the job. And listen, don't you tell, let me tell you, God knows who you are. God knows what you can't do. And I want you to know the, the, the fact that you are not qualified is what qualifies you. Yes, the fact that you're not qualified is what God, why God qualifies you. Because there are some people that already got it. And if they got it, people won't say that's the Lord doing it. They'll say, oh, he was smart anyway. He said, my brother's smart. He said, I don't want your brother. Because everybody know he's smart. And they will think he's doing it by himself. But I want the dumb boy. I want the boy that can't talk. Because when they see you doing what you're doing, they say, that's got to be God. Because Moses can't even talk. He couldn't even talk in kindergarten. He couldn't talk in first grade. He couldn't talk in high school. They barely passed the grade. Don't you know God said, I want that unqualified person. That's why I called you. I called you, Jeremiah, because you were a child. I called you because you didn't have the money. I called you because you didn't have the education. Can somebody give God a praise and say hallelujah? Somebody say hallelujah. Can you give God a praise and say thank you? I called you David. I didn't call your brothers. Even though your brothers was in the military. Even though your brothers was in the army. I didn't call your brothers. Because they would have thought they got the training. Amen. From the military. I didn't use a spear. Because they would have said it was a spear. But when I put you up against a giant. And a giant versus a rock. And a giant versus a little boy. Amen. If I had two giants against each other, it would only been a wrestle. But when I put a boy against a giant, they're going to look at that boy and say that was nothing but God. I want to tell you sometimes, God don't want a big army to fight. God wants some small armies and some small people so that people can look at that and say that's got to be the Lord. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh, can you give God a praise and say hallelujah grab a hold of somebody and look them in the eye and tell them sometime God wants somebody that's outnumbered God wants somebody that's uneducated God wants somebody that don't have all the sense God wants somebody that don't have all the money so what God is saying to you stop disqualifying yourself because you don't have the ability stop disqualifying yourself because you don't have these things God say you are qualified for what I need you to do. Can you give God a praise and say hallelujah? Say hallelujah. Look at somebody and tell them, amen. Your lack of resources are not enough to disqualify you. If God called you, I don't care what it is. All you got to do is say yes, Lord. Say yes, Lord. Somebody lift up your hands and say yes, Lord. Your past doesn't disqualify you. Amen. God called, amen, Saul. And many people feel like your past has disqualified you. But God called Saul and anointed uh, uh, anointed him uh, amen to be an apostle but he was a murderer and a killer God didn't let his past disqualify you amen he didn't let Moses uh, uneducation or his speech disqualify him he didn't let Jeremiah's age disqualify him I need somebody today just to tell the Lord yes Lord yes to your will yes to your way I'll do what you want me to do Lord, you'll never get a no out of my mouth. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes. I'll trust you and obey. Can you give God a praise and say hallelujah? 
give God a praise and say hallelujah. Amen. You were created for him and by him. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your hands and tell the Lord I'm yours. Everything I got, I'm yours. Everything I possess, I'm yours. Everything I drive is yours. Everything I wear is yours. And I have no problem tonight standing on my feet giving you the praise and giving you the glory. I have no problem acknowledging to you. I, if you're in this building tonight, I want you to think of everything that you possess and lift up your hands to the Lord and tell the Lord, I got this because of you. I got this job because of you. I got this house because of you. I praise you, God, for everything that you've given me. Can you give God a praise and say hallelujah? you give him a praise and say hallelujah. Grab somebody by the hand and say how can you say no to somebody that's been so good to you. How can you say no to somebody who has blessed you beyond measure. How can you say no to somebody who blessed you and called your children to live when they were supposed to die. How can you say no to somebody who opened doors for you that you shouldn't have had doors open. How can you say no to somebody, my God, that have protected you from dangers after dangers. I need somebody to lift up your hands and say yes, Lord. Can you give him praises and say yes? God doesn't want any more excuses. Time is not an excuse because we make time for everything else. Family is not an excuse because we make time for everything else. Can you say hallelujah? I look at people today and I watch them. I watch the football players players in the middle of snow are playing football. I watched them in the middle of all of these things that are going on. Those that are involved in sports, they have that mentality, rain, shine, snow, or sleet. They're out there in the field. Amen. They're out there running in the hot sun and they do it only to get some reward or only to get some clout. But when it comes down to the saints of God, rainy weather stops us cold weather stops us no I'm not going tonight it's too cold I'm not going tonight it's raining Ah, but when it comes down to working jobs it doesn't stop us Amen. God is saying I want that same determination that you have for everything else I want that same determination that you have for your business I want that same determination that you have for your children I want that kind of love I want that kind of love. Can you give God praises and say hallelujah? Hallelujah. I imagine when God sits back and look at us and watch us, he has to view us and watch our lives and watch the activities of the day. He watches us from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep. He watches us get up in the morning and don't even pray. Get out to brush, brush our teeth, take our baths, fix our breakfast, and eat, and won't even bless our food. He watches us put on our clothes, get in the cars, and drive, and don't even say anything to him. We speak to the people on the job, go to our computers. We're talking to people on the job, haven't prayed yet, go on our break, haven't prayed yet. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we go and go home 
all day haven't even talked to God walk inside the church and praise him a little bit and sit down and go back do the same thing amen we talk to people all day we listen at fun things all day we talk about things all day TikTok all day Facebook all day but haven't said anything to God haven't God is a jealous God God is watching our activity I need somebody to say to the Lord I'm going to make time for you no more excuses that I'm too sleepy to pray no more excuses that I'm too busy in the morning no more excuses it, it, it bothered God to have 12 men around that he had given power 12 men around that he had given authority and he asked them to pray one hour he says what that's the kind of what he had what can't you pray with me at least an hour I believe sometime God looks at us and say what after all I've done for you you can't give me glory what after I brought you out you can't give me your tithe what after all I've done for you you can't testify God is looking at you with a what attitude let me tell you something many of you blessed with businesses and you go to those businesses you have no respect for God no respect for the fact that that business is because of the hand of God amen that that house is because of the hand of God that car is because of the hand of God somebody ought to say hallelujah you ought not just praise God in church but when you go into that house you ought to look around you and say thank you God for what you gave me when you drive in the car thank you God glory to God reach over and tell somebody you didn't get that on your own you didn't get where you are on your own you didn't get that business on your own don't even come to church don't even worship God don't even pray and don't even say thank you you didn't get none of that stuff on your own God is requiring time from you God is requiring something from you let me tell you something here Shalabahasa. oh glory let me tell you something you can walk in public if you want to and the stores are usually set up and designed like this you can walk in those stores if you want to steal and you can probably get something and go take out with it because a lot of people do it they go in the stores they're set up they're not, they're, gonna, they're not going to follow you around all day wondering where you're going you don't have a police that escort you in there and out so there's a lot of people who go in those stores and steal and take out and you're still because you go outside with something that you didn't pay for you picked up something that they gave you you walk outside and you didn't pay for it. And while you're out the door, they know you got it and you didn't pay for it. They come back and take it back and put you in jail. What you think about God? See, let me tell you about God. He don't follow you around all day, but he give you stuff. And let you walk out with it. He give you healings and let you walk out with it. He give you jobs and businesses and let you walk out with it. He give you all those things and let you walk out in it. Then he come back and say, you're not going to pay me for that? You mean you're, you're not going to pay me? You're going you're gonna to act like I didn't do that? You're not going to pay me any of your time? You're not going to pay me any of your praise? You're not going to pay me any of your worship for that? 
Okay, well then you're a thief. That's why the Bible says, can a man rob God? See, it's, it's up to you to realize that you have a responsibility to pay the people that gave it to you. They're not going to run you down. They're just going to catch you. And one of these days, God going to catch you with the stuff that you didn't praise him for. He going to catch you with the stuff that you, you all right now, but he going to catch you because he been good to you. Bless you above measure. Oh, glory to God. Gave you stuff you didn't deserve. That catch and make get your mind so confused that you don't know A from Z. Study the whole test, know you got it patent. Get down there and can't remember nothing. He said, I'm just showing you. I'm just showing you that I'm in charge. Be young and healthy, and then something happened. I thank God protected you, Marcus, and, and those kids because he see your sacrifice. People that you, you walk out of stuff you ain't supposed to walk out of. I mean, you get, in, you get in a car accident, three people in there, and one die and you still live, and y'all walk out, and you, 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 you hop out of whatever way you got out, you got out, that's the favor of God. And those are the kind of things that you praise God for. And I'm, I'm watching you come to church, and you know what? It makes you tighten up a little more, because the more he do, the more I want to do. Some of y'all see still on the same level. You don't let God bless you the way he blessing you and, 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 and you give, give him the same praise. Every now and then you got to put your praise up a little higher. If God bless you, I want to give God a little more. But you, you still giving God a 10 cent praise and God giving you millions of dollars worth of stuff. You're you going to have to pump your praise up. The price of gas done went up. The price of eggs done went up. The price of sugar done went up. The price of bread done went up. Well, the price of praise going up. Somebody going to have to up your praise. If glory to God. If Publix done raise their prices. Amen. And, and milk going up. I think your praise ought to go up. If you've been shouting 10 minutes, you ought to add another 10 in there now. Amen. Tell somebody it doesn't went up now. Some of y'all still here with a half off praise. You ought to give God a full praise. Amen. The Bible say, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And how much? Amen. Look at somebody say, how much it costs? Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. I need somebody to give God an all praise. all praise somebody say hallelujah sometimes you get in the store and they don't they don't put things up my god they don't put things up and you go to digging in your pocketbook and digging in your wallet trying to find them extra few pennies because you know you got to get it now sometimes y'all go to the store somebody give you a couple of pennies but sometimes you go down there to a cash cash register they wait god god's sitting there he said no 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 uh-uh give it i'll give it all to me he waiting. He ain't going to throw nothing. He waiting. You got to dig down to the bottom of your pocketbook. Amen. Sometimes you got to dig down to the bottom. Amen. You got to come in there sometime even when you're tired. I'm, I'm come, somebody say hallelujah. Amen. Look at somebody tell him, give him everything. He gave you everything. Give him everything. Can I get a few saints just to stand on your feet right now and put your hand together and give God a everything praise. God, I love you. God, I thank you. 
God I prayed, God I magnified. Look at somebody and say tonight, I'm going to give God a what was supposed to happen praise. I don't know if y'all know what that is, but tell somebody I'm going to give him a what was supposed to happen praise. Some of y'all got checked out for cancer and it wasn't no cancer that was supposed to be cancer. Marcus, you got in that car accident that was supposed to be a funeral. Y'all ain't said nothing. Some of y'all went through your marriages. It was supposed to run you crazy. Somebody said hallelujah. The witchcraft that they put on you was supposed to mess up your mind. Somebody said hallelujah. Can I get somebody to praise him? Can I get somebody to praise him? Can I get somebody to praise him? Glory to God. Glory to God. You were supposed to have AIDS. You were supposed to have a stroke. You were supposed to have a heart attack. They put dust in your house, put chicken blood in your house, and you still got your right mind. Look at somebody and say, I'm going to praise God for what was supposed to happen, but it didn't happen. Tell somebody, God, stop. Family members, the family members died of cancer and the doctor said the cell was in my blood or the cell was in my body it was hereditary family members died but I'm still here tell somebody it was supposed to happen but the grace of God but the grace of God and I need somebody to think about what it would have been like think about what the scenario would have been and just praise God and said thank you said thank you talk about two or three people and say neighbor I'm not supposed to be here I'm not supposed to be praising God if it would have happened like they thought it was going to happen if it would have happened like the warlock thought it was going to happen if it would have happened like the witch thought it was going to happen somebody say yeah somebody say yeah look at your neighbor and say neighbor they went overseas to get the witchcraft somebody say yeah but I went on my knees to get God crap somebody say yeah say yeah say yeah they did it for my bad but God made it for my good somebody say yeah hug somebody and say neighbor he brought me out he brought me out I'm not supposed to be here and so I'm going to praise him I'm going to praise him for everything that should have Everything that woulda, everything that coulda, everything that oughta, yes, this is a coulda, woulda, shoulda, oughta praise. Y'all somebody, say yeah, a shoulda, woulda, oughta, coulda praise. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. I dare you to leap for joy and tell somebody it didn't happen the way they thought it was going to happen. Yeah! 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 
at somebody and tell them the devil had a plan. Ah, but it didn't work. And you know what I want to do? You ought to laugh in the devil place. You ought to come right here in front of the altar where your casting should have been. Yeah, right here where the casting should have been. Right here. Come here. I need about six men. I need about six men to come around him. Amen. Right here where the six pallbearers should have been. Y'all ain't said nothing. Give me six men and you should have been here at the front of the church lying still. But tell the devil and stand up six pallbearers. I'm surrounded by six praisers. Say yeah. Instead of having a funeral, I'm having a revival. Yeah! Oh! Yeah! See it? See it? I need you brothers to praise God for somebody that should have been dead. The head-on collision Somebody say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Glory. 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 After what you've been through, should have lost your mind. But I'm still here by the grace of God. Say yeah. Say yeah. Tell somebody, I'm still. Um, 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 I'm still here. See ya. See ya. When you had that heart attack, it was supposed to take you out. But I'm still here. Somebody say yeah. See ya. Hallelujah. The devil thought when he touched your eyes, he was going to stop you from praising. But you got to tell the devil, I don't need two eyes to praise. I still got two feet. If I got to praise him, ago the devil thought witchcraft would take you out demons would take you out but God's grace God's grace I'm still here ah. and say, Nate, it didn't happen the way the devil thought it was going to happen. Hug somebody and say, just to let him know that he didn't win right about now. getting ready to do. Look at him say, you ought to know by now. Woo! Hey! 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 Yeah! 
like I like I like playing chess and there was a game of chess that was going on and it was a two team chess game where they could have two partners and they would help each other out. And one of the unexperienced chess boys were playing. And while he was playing, he heard the other one say, checkmate, giving an indication that he was blocked and didn't have any moves. But the partner that was behind him said, don't give up. Check the board. The king still have one more move. Some of y'all feel like you're blocked and feel like you're in the loop. But the Lord said, check the board. The king still has one more move. I know it's been stressful. I know it's been painful. I know it looked like you're in a corner, but the king had one more move. Just take a few minutes to praise him. I'm getting ready to pray. Every time the devil has tried to trap you, God has brought you out. Every time the devil has tried to destroy you, God made a way. Shandala Baba Baba. Oh Baba Shanda Dade Oba Shanda. I don't want to make any more excuses, God. Here am I. Lord, I'll go 
Lord, I'll go. If the Lord need somebody, here am I. Send me. I'll go. Lift your hand if there's some volunteers here. Lord, I'll go. Lord, Lord, I'll go. Lord, I'll go. Here am I, send me, I'll go, lift your hands, everybody say it with me, Lord, I'll go, can y'all help me sing it, Lord, I'll go, Lord, I'll go. may be crippled but Lord I'll go I may be crippled Lord I'll go if the Lord if you need you need somebody Lord, 
Yes, Lord. Now listen, real simple. I want you to be obedient. Touch the person next to you and say, God going to give you strength to do his will. And in your side, there's a fresh strength coming tonight. My God, there's a fresh strength out of the call of my son. Touch him again. Tell him God going to give you strength. Now, if you tell the Lord, yes, sick bodies are going to be relieved of sicknesses. I tell you, you got joint problem, back problem, knee problem. Heart problem, whatever your problem is, while I'm praying this prayer tonight, something gonna happen. I'm not gonna even lay hands on you tonight. God gonna touch you. Cause if you tell God yes, He know He gonna need to use that body, and God gonna fix your body to do what He needs you to do. Yes, shata bahala, yanda kamamabaha. Lay your hands on the person next to you and tell them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the prophets say you healed. Woo! Shabbat. glory. In the name of Jesus, the prophets say you healed. My, 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 my. Shandalobo shandaba. Now, if you can believe it like you got that sudden happen. It's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Time for that body to get right now. Oh, it's time for that body to get right now. My God, God touching you, Brother Moran. Oh, glory. Oh, somebody praise God. Shanta. It's all over you. Yes, shot. Walk down there and come back. Walk down there and come back. Walk down there and come back. My, 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 my God. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Hey, God, straighten everything out of this body. Somebody praise God. Somebody praise God. Somebody praise God. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Yay, shot. Shandabaha. Lift those legs up. Twist that back. Move those arms. Get your miracle. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Claim it in your body. Whatever it is. Accept the miracle. Whatever it is. Tell that devil, get out your body. Woo! Shantabaha. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, healing is in the building. 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 Healing. Healing is here. Go shop out. I claim it for your family. Healing is here. Touch somebody, tell them I'm healed right now. Tell them I'm healed right now. My joints are healed. My heart is healed. 
Cancer, get out of my body. Cancer, get out of my body. Cancer, cancer, breast cancer, out of my body. Praise God. Why are you praising him? out the body. Pain is leaving out the body. Pain is leaving out of the body. I say pain. Somebody praise it. Somebody praise it. Somebody praise it. Praise it. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Pray, can somebody praise him? Somebody in the building ought to glorify God. There's a miracle. There's a miracle. There's a miracle. Glory. Glory. I say it's happening. Glory. Praise God. Check that arm. Check that shoulder. Check that back. Check that knee. that lump. It's gone. Check for that bump. Check for that knot. Yata Tobo Shaka. Praise him. Praise him. Hey! Shatabahoa. Shatabahoa. Yata da 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Tell somebody, I am healed.
Stiff, but I ain't stiff no more. Go with it, God. Go with it, God. Send somebody give God a praise. Now that's just the beginning. Some of y'all gonna have a testimony tomorrow. You're gonna check tonight, you're gonna go back, it's done. Ah yeah, it's gonna it's done. Bye 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 shop. Am I still on? Am I still on? Somebody that's been dealing with a kidney issue, haven't been able to urine in Jesus' name is done. Going to the bathroom. Going to the restroom. It's done. Oh my God. Bend those fingers you ain't been able to bend. It's done. Check for that knot. Check for that growth. It's done. Yeah. Hallelujah. Can you give him praises? We got three more nights. Is that right? Three more nights. Three more nights. And we're believing God to bless us like he's never blessed us before. The atmosphere is great. The atmosphere of change. Amen. God's going to linger it here. The devil didn't want this revival. But this has been a soul-stirring revival. And it's been like no other revival we've had in the 21 nights. It's been a long time when we had a move of God like this. And this is just the beginning. Amen. God is just beginning for you. I need your prayers. Pray for me that God will continue to bless. That last night I'll lay hands on everyone again. And uh, God has given some things to share with you. So make sure these next few nights that you're here. Amen. We're so, again, grateful, Brother Marshall, you and your family, your wife, your children. We are grateful to have you with us tonight. Just a blessing. You know, some people you meet, they just got a sweet spirit upon medium, meeting them. And I've, I've just connected with this brother. With uplifted hands, hallelujah. May the grace of the Lord, Savior Jesus Christ.